Hello, everyone, and welcome to Patience is a Virtue, the sports betting podcast all about finding value in futures wagering. I'm your host, Andrew, and on this episode, we're taking a look at the odds to win the Europa League title. Now, the odds see Manchester United as the favorites at plus 130, Juventus plus 500, AS Roma plus 650, Bayer Leverkusen also plus 650, Sporting Lisbon plus 1100, Feyenoord at plus 1200, Sevilla plus 1400, and Royal Union at plus 2500. Now, the matchups for this quarterfinal draw see Juventus and Sporting. Juventus is hosting the first match. Manchester United and Sevilla, Man U is hosting first. Feyenoord hosting first against Roma, and Leverkusen are going to host the first match against Royal Union. Now, the first leg of these ties will be held next week on Thursday the 13th, and the second leg will be a week later on the 20th. The winner of the Juventus Sporting tie will play the Manchester United Sevilla winner, while Feyenoord Roma winner will play the winner of Leverkusen Royal Union. Now, just looking at the draw, the top half of the bracket is definitely the more difficult of the two, and it, in, and it contains both Manchester United and Juventus. Now, let's take a look at Juventus first. Currently, they sit 7th in Serie A on 44 points, but you have to remember that they had a 15-point deduction by the league, and without that deduction, they would be in 2nd place on 59 points. So they're better than what their league position says. Now, more importantly, it seems unlikely that they're going to be able to make up the ground to finish in the top four of Serie A this year and therefore earn a Champions League spot for next year. So really, the most likely way for them to be able to reach the Champions League next year would be to win the Europa, would be to win the Europa League, whose winner automatically goes into the Champions League for the following year. And Juventus is a team that's used to success, so the Europa League is not really where they want to be. They want to be in the Champions League. So I would be surprised if they didn't put forth a strong effort to try and win this Europa League title, as it really is the only chance for them to win a major trophy this year. However, Juventus have perhaps the toughest draw of all the remaining teams. First up, they have Sporting, which was the team that eliminated EPO leaders Arsenal in the previous round. Now, if Juventus are able to get past these Portuguese side, they're likely going to face Manchester United, who will probably get through against Sevilla. So, as such, I prefer to get a larger price than 5-1 to one on Juventus if I could. But I would also expect Juventus to be a favorite against any team that advances out of the bottom half of the bracket, despite the fact that this does include Roma, who currently sits above Juventus in the Serie A table. So if they do make it to the finals, there could be some value on it. But right now, I don't think 5-1 to one is exactly what I would be looking for. You could see how the first game against Manchester United plays out, assuming those two teams do advance to play each other, and then decide what to do at that point. Of course, this is assuming that Juventus can get past Sporting, but I do expect them to be able to do so. It might be a little tougher than people expect, but I think they should be able to get past Sporting. With the first game taking place in Turin, I can see Juventus getting either a one- or two-goal victory and then playing a very defensive style in the return fixture in Lisbon and trying to stifle a sporting quad who currently sit fourth in the Portuguese Premier League. They're not having the greatest year by their standards. Now, then, next, let's take a look at Manchester United. Now, they're perhaps the hottest team in Europe after the World Cup break. They've only lost three times in the past three and a half months. However, with losses to Liverpool and to Newcastle fairly recently, it's pretty much ended their dreams of winning the EPL title for this year. But United still have a lot to play for as they are in contention for a top four finish in the EPL. They're also uh, playing for a Champions League spot, therefore. 
and they're in the semifinals of the FA Cup. So they have a few different things going on, and the Reds are trying to put forth strong efforts in this latter half of the year. Now, unfortunately for them, the second leg of the tie with Sevilla and the FA Cup semifinal are both going to fall days apart. And with the addition of the EPL fixtures, which of course are going on at the same time, that really might be spreading themselves a little bit thin later this month, and it could lead to some tired legs. Now, like Juventus, I think United is going to try to get a commanding victory in the first leg at home and then hope to just play a very defensive game on the road in the second leg. And I think they should be able to do that. So I do expect them to be able to get past Sevilla. However, if you're taking a look at the odds, you simply cannot take United at this short of a price. With five matches left in the Europa League, if they advanced all the way, you could make a lot more money just playing United in a game-to-game basis or picking on United to simply advance past the different stages, like first to pass, first to advance past Sevilla, and then roll that over to advance past whoever gets through Juventus and Sporting, and then pick them to win the cup, and just rolling those winnings over. I instead of taking just a plus one thirty on them, I would consider it a toss up against Juventus uh, as to advances out of the semifinals. So. For me, the implied odds of Manchester United winning the title 43% of the time, which is what you get at plus 130, I think that's just plain wrong. I don't think they are that likely to win the title uh, at a 43% clip. Therefore, I would definitely stay away from United's price at this point. Then you just want to see what happens in the quarterfinal round and then assess from there and see if there's any plays at that point. Now, I want to take a look at a long shot in Fanord. Now, they're plus 1,200 to win the title, and they're on the easier side of the bracket. They're a pretty high-scoring team that's set atop the Dutch Eredivisie right now, and they are yet to lose at home in an Eredivisie fixture. They have lost at home in other fixtures, but they haven't lost at home in the Eredivisie so far this year. Now, their opponent in the quarterfinals, Roma, on the other hand, are in fifth place in Serie A, and they've lost three of their last five matches. Now, Feyenoord do have the advantage of having the first game at home, so I think it's going to be important for them to get a victory before heading back to Roma for the second leg. But I think they're certainly capable of getting a result out of that first match. Now, Roma only averaged 1.55 expected goals in league play this year, and they concede 1.32. So they're playing in very tight games. And Feyenoord, they actually averaged 2.36 expected goals for and 1.08 expected goals against. So it really would surprise me if Roma leave Rotterdam with a loss in the very first match. I think Feyenoord are certainly capable of getting a victory at home. Now, yes, Serie A is a tougher league than the Eredivisie, but I really don't think there's a whole lot of a difference between these two squads, so I wouldn't look past Feyenoord in this matchup. Now, if Feyenoord can get past Roma, they would pay the winner of Leverkusen and Royal Union. Now, I do expect Leverkusen to be able to be able to advance past Royal Union and to be the favorites against Feyenoord, but not by a large amount. I think it would probably be around the same as what you would get with Roma. But I also don't think there's the... I don't think there's such a great difference between Feyenoord and Leverkusen should they play against each other. Leverkusen are on good run of form lately, but they still sit 7th in the Bundesliga, and they're definitely beatable by a team that can put up goals like Feyenoord can. Feyenoord can definitely score. Now, this is a long shot for a reason, but I do think that if Feyenoord are able to get to the final and navigate their way through these teams, plus 1,200 certainly gives you a lot of room to hedge. And so you could definitely lock in a profit against no matter, you know, no matter who they end up playing. So I think having a small play on Feyenoord could be a way to go if you do like longer odds. The last team I want to talk about is Leverkusen. They're at plus 650 and they are in the bottom half of the bracket. 
they should be able to get past Royal Union, and I think they certainly have the ability to get past Feyenoord or Roma, whichever team that they would end up meeting. And if they are able to do that, of course, that's going to put them in the final, in which they would likely be an underdog because they probably would be playing either Manchester United or Juventus. But at plus 650, that would give you a little bit of wiggle room that would allow you to hedge out in the, in the final if you wanted to. Now, like Juventus, this competition is probably the only way that Leverkusen are going to be able to make the Champions League next year because they're just not going to get in it through the Bundesliga. So I think they should be highly motivated to do well in this competition. I can see them putting forth a very strong effort. So kind of like Feyenoord, if you want a little bit of a longer shot, although Leverkusen really aren't that long at plus 650, but they are both from the softer side of the bracket. So if you pick one of these two teams and you can get to the finals, you really are going to be able to hedge against a, a possible underdog in the championship match. Now, another way that you could play Leverkusen would be to see if you can find a sports book that is going to let you parlay Leverkusen to simply advance past Royal Union and then parlay them with either Juventus or Manchester United to also advance into the semifinals. I think all three of those teams should definitely be able to make it through to the semis. So if you parlay them together, you might be getting a little bit of a better price uh, and shorten those odds up to the point where it is actually playable. You really don't want to play anything that is definitely nothing that is over plus or uh, excuse me, minus 200. So if you get something lower than that, that could be worth a small play if you can see what kind of numbers you might get from a sports book. And that will do it for this episode of Patience is a Virtue. Thank you very much for listening and for supporting the show. Please remember to subscribe to get episodes as soon as they come out and leave a five-star review to help us grow. Good luck with any bets you might place, and I'll see you next time.